Okay, so I'm going to tell this story in the present now, but as if I'm telling it on the day that happened, because I remember it very clearly, and I did not record it then, because I was having a day. So, let's rewind. It is August, and I'm at Behind the Chair Show in Austin, Texas. So, I get there... I like land late Saturday night. I was supposed to stay with my upline. And that just kind of became a fiasco. (laughs) And I did not. So I didn't have any place to stay. But I did because I have a cousin in town that I had reached out to. And was like, hey. I know we didn't confirm, but can I stay with you? Which totally worked out for the better. It was so amazing to stay at their house. First of all, I love their house. I would like totally move into their house. It's so nice. It was like the coolest layout and they're both artists. So it was decorated, super nice and stylish. Um... Yeah, it's a super cool house. It had like an office and like a guest bedroom and their kids' bedrooms upstairs and their bedroom and her office and like a huge family room and a living room and a kitchen and a giant beautiful backyard. So it's a nice little oasis and I had my own beautiful room and comfortable bed and my own bathroom. So I landed, um, you know, Saturday and then Sunday was the first day of the show. I get over there. It's 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 actually much smaller than I expected. It's in a, a hotel, um, and there's like two two floors. So like one floor is this room with this like gigantic like floor to ceiling um, video screen of what's going up st- on upstairs in the ballroom with all these like beanbag chairs and they had these like cool white couches set up. And then the vendors were all around the edge of the room, including my favorite Jacqueline Pro was there. And, um, the seats to watch the screen, you could, I feel like you could see more downstairs than you could upstairs in the ballroom. Cause obviously there you're sitting back on a chair and those screens that where they were broadcasting were much smaller. I literally went up there for probably 10 minutes. It was crazy because I don't know. I was just down there. They called it the, like the connection room. And that's what I was there for. I wanted to connect with people and meet cool stylist so I would always like walk up to people and introduce myself and hand them my card and try to follow them on Instagram and stay connected so hopefully if I met you there at the show it was so nice to get to talk to you and I'd love to talk to you more and and interview you on on the podcast here so reach out to me if you haven't already or if I haven't reached out out to you. So I was just connecting with people because somebody gave me the idea and they were like, oh, I bought the replays so I can just watch them anytime. And I was like, oh, good point. Like I'm here to connect and meet stylists. So why sit here and watch the stuff that I can watch at home on my own time? Although I have yet to watch it. I do a <laughs> one caveat there, um, but it's all in an app. It's super easy. You just tap and then it's like eight hours of content loaded on my phone, which is pretty cool. Um, okay. So Sunday was awesome. And then I, you know, 
I, I, it's like COVID. I just went from the hotel to the Uber to my cousin's house. And then this is the craziest thing. So today, just technically <laughs> August 20, uh, what day was it? It was, it was a Monday. So I landed Saturday. The show started Sunday and it was, um, that the Monday after the show started, which would have been like a whole long, long day, which turned into like a terrible, a terrible day, a terrible, terrible day for me. So this is what happened. Yeah. So like, let's pretend it's August 23rd. I wake up. Oh my God, it's happening. I can't freaking open my eyes. What the heck? Like sandpaper. Like imagine your eyelids are like greedy, greedy sandpaper and somebody's shining a flashlight directly in your eyeballs. Like it's just a horrible feeling and I can't even like I... I don't even know how to like articulate and describe it. It's happened to me once before. So I wasn't completely freaked out or I would have been like losing my, you know what? So one day in clinics, you know, we had to wear goggles and I had contacts in that day. So I wore these goggles that were tight to my face. And the next day I woke up and I couldn't open my eyes and they hurt. And I was like, I texted my teacher, Miss Lori. And I was like, Something is wrong with my eyes. I can't see. There's no way I'm going to be able to drive. I literally spent the whole day in bed. And she was like, oh, you have dry eye. You need to go get these Alcon um, cysteine drops or whatever. So I get the drops, managed to get them in, laid in bed that whole day. And I remember I wait. I was waitressing the next Saturday and I had to wear sunglasses at work. And I could like barely keep my eyes open. It was like horrible. So I knew what I was in for. I knew I was in for like shit, I'm down for the count today. So I was so pumped to go like meet other stylists and watch some of the education. I could not even believe this is happening to me. So I'm like, I'm like totally out of commission. Like there is nothing for me to do. I can't see anything. I can't even see to like swipe my phone if I get a phone call. So I would be like, Hey, Siri, call Kirsten. And like, I would have to talk to my phone to get get it to do anything so Kirsten checked with a friend that she knew in the area and then got me a like she like booked a doctor's appointment for me at the eye doctor and then my cousin luckily he works from home and he could take me to the eye doctor so I went to the eye doctor and it wasn't until like four o'clock when they put drops in my eyes to like numb my eyeballs that I could open them imagine not being able to open your eyes till four o'clock it's like the weirdest feeling because you almost feel like claustrophobic in your own skin it's it's so bizarre to like not be able to see like it's not like your eyes are closed you can just open them it's like you can't open your eyes and like if you do open your eyes you can't see anything it's like it's it's just the craziest thing I hope it doesn't happen to you but what happened was I think I wore old contacts on Sunday at the show and I remember and I even took this is where like your intuition talks to you I even took like my glasses with me. And I was like, eh, if my contacts bother me, I'll just throw them away and put my glasses on. So why in my head was I thinking that? But then when my vision started to get cloudy that day, I was like, oh, weird. Like everything's getting cloudy. It must be like my contacts. But like, 
for some stupid reason, it never dawned on me to freaking take out my contacts and put my glasses on that I had brought for backup anyway. So just listen to your intuition when it tells you things or don't even like, I shouldn't even put the contacts in the first place. The eye doctor said, basically I jacked up my eyes because she said they probably were oxygen deprived. And then like, they just got dry. And then when I went to take them out, probably like seven o'clock last night, scratched the bejesus out of my eyeballs. So they weren't infected or anything, but they were like really messed up. And it literally lasted like, it was like a couple of days that I was home and I was like, I was like driving my daughter. I'm like, I really can't see that well. She's like, mom, it's probably not safe for me to drive. I could see enough to drive, but it was actually to the point where like, for some reason, my glasses made it felt weird or worse. So I could like, and I have like 2400 vision. I could see like, it's actually probably like 2475. Um, I could see better without my glasses. It was, it was just the weirdest thing. Okay. But here's what happened. So as I'm laying in bed, can't see, can't do anything, missing the whole show and I'm missing the Jack Wynn party that was for the associates that were there at the show and anybody that bought um, a kid at the show and, and, you know, was like invited to. And I met this um, cool gal at the wig booth and she was going and we're like texting each other and she was having eye issues. She couldn't find the party. I was like, Oh goodness. Like we are just a hot mess together. Um, so I wanted to go like hang out with her and yeah, like none of it was happening. I thought the eye drops might kick in so I could go to this stinking thing at least for no, the one day that the event is all day and this whole day I can't see. And I'm literally saying to myself, I just want my vision. I just want my vision. And then I was like, oh, snap. Because you know me, like, I have the podcast, I have click branding, I have 31, I have all these different things that I do. And like, I sometimes feel like I should focus on one thing or like, which thing should I make my priority? And I'm always like, foggy on it because I like really love all sorts of the things that I do and in this moment I'm saying like I just want my vision I just want my vision and so I'm like okay how like I must have manifested this and I'm like what is my vision like I still I'm like what is my vision I don't know what my vision is and I'm like I was just so like in pain that I couldn't even sit there and I was like I should like blindly journal and like think about like my vision and what it is that I want and I'm like I think I literally like manifested physically not being able to see because I have like so many pieces like going on that I literally am like clouded so like I physically manifested like what was going on in my like businesses with my eyes it was it's just crazy so like weird stuff like happens like that's happened to me before like I'll say like I want this and then I'm like oh my gosh I know what that means so it was like a case of of that so I'm still um trying to get clear on my vision (laughs) and what my priorities are and my goals are um going forward for the rest of the year and then into next year and podcasting is like definitely up there I have so many episodes that I'm gonna like 
get locked and loaded here and I want to keep up with them and just keep reaching out to stylists and learning and growing and sharing because at the end of the day, like that is my mission. Um, you know, motherhood has been like the one, you know, job that I wanted more than anything in my whole life and being able to be home with my daughter who's like now 15 and a half has been like the best thing ever I was listening to a stylist on an Instagram live um or like IGTV yesterday and she was saying how like she became a stylist when her you know she had her first baby and she's like I missed everything I missed his first steps you know I was like working late I was working weekends I was working when everybody else wasn't working and I was missing all the things and I was like oh because yes like this career's lucrative and flexible and you can work it around things and that's what I love about it like you can do so many different things like you can do bridal hair on the weekends or you know you can like supplement income with um you know like the cash back you get from like Jack Wynn or other um, side hustles that you might have. So, you know, that's why I love this podcast because it makes you like think about things like, oh, yeah, I don't want to miss like Monday through Friday. I just want to do bridal hair or, oh, I don't want to miss weekends. Like I'm happy, you know, I'm happy with working like a nine to five and working during the week. So, yeah my mission, like I'm very clear on that is to like educate people on all aspects of, of this and building, um, side hustles and other income streams so that you don't wreck your body being a hairdresser. Uh, cause I can't, I really can't imagine if I've been a hairdresser for 20 some years, like what that does um, to your body. Cause I'll be in my like mid sixties by the time it's been 20 years. And then it'll be par for the course. So yeah, so that was my, that was like my crazy day at behind the chair. I invested like a thousand dollars between like plane tickets and show tickets and Ubers to go to this thing. And then I got there and I literally couldn't see. And then, um, the show was Tuesday was the last day and it was like over around like two or so. And most, you know, stylists are off like Sundays and Mondays. So I don't even know why they had a Tuesday. Definitely probably could have been like a two day, a full two day event and not that third day because it was kind of like, wah, wah, like people were gone. I still could hardly see. It was crazy. Hey, if you're digging the show and you want to learn everything you could possibly know about doing hair, I've started a Facebook group just for my podcast community where I post all the videos that I find on Instagram and YouTube and I have everything organized in the guides tab. It's super cool. You can come in. You can introduce yourself. If you're an educator and you have videos, you're welcome to post them there. Uh, the community is all about education. So it's, you know, not to come and be like, oh, you know, this client happened. What do I do? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, strictly like sharing educational resources or watching educational resources. So if you search for a hair obsessed, hashtag cosmetology community on Facebook, you can find us and come join us.